0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are talking about all of this week's hot topics. We cover Ethan Lindenberg's vaccination testimony, Congress, the Manafort sentencing, R. Kelly, Jesse Smollett, Congresswoman Omar's anti-Semitic tweets, Joe Biden, and we revisit the late term abortion controversy. Whew. It's a lot. So let's get started. Okay. Shut the door.
1: So did you hear about that uh, that teenage boy, Ethan Lindenberger? Yeah, um, who who
0: yeah, he went and got vaccinated. he he was not vaccinated like his mother had chosen not to vaccinate him. And then he went against his mother's wishes and got all of his vaccinations. And then, yeah, he went to testify in front of Congress
1: and told them. About how misinformed his mom was. Yes. How he decided to get vaccinated because science was on the side of vaccinations. Vac- yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I have so many thoughts
0: about this. I have thoughts about the vaccinations itself. Mm-hmm. And then I have thoughts about the rights of a child. Um, and then I have thoughts about like parent-children relationships. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, We're that's a begin. lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, th- vaccines. I, maybe we should, you want to start there? Sure. Okay. Vaccines. Full disclaimer. And I've mentioned this on the pod before. I do not have children, but I do have thoughts about vaccinations.
1: And what are they?
0: Okay. So, I really do think that the, Vaccinations that children are receiving today and the boosters that they are receiving today are so pumped up. I've seen the list and feel free to interject at any time as someone who does have a child. And I don't know what your thoughts on vaccinations are, but I've seen the list of what they of the vaccinations these children receive. And I am stunned by the amount of things that they're pumping into children. Now, such
1: as like, like what is, what is, uh, in these vaccinations that's bad?
0: Well, I don't know. Concerning. I don't, so to be fair, I don't know the chemical compounds that are in the vaccinations. I just find it really hard to believe that pumping too much of anything into your body is good. And I really do think that much like women who use birth control, um, how birth control can change your hormones. Yeah. I, uh, your hormone balances, right? And, and we're full grown beings at, at, at most of us. Some, anyway, um, (laughs) wrong path. Um, these are babies Mm -hmm. that I feel are being injected in with, Whatever these compounds are, and there has been some, and maybe not fully conclusive, but there's been some linkage to, um, these vaccines potentially ca- having other side effects. Which honestly, how could it not? In my, in, in my really unsophisticated opinion, I guess. How could it not? Um, it's kind of like if you, if you eat too much sugar, how could you not be bouncing off the walls? Like there, there are consequences to what's happening. And I was vaccinated as a child. There's nothing wrong with, mm, that might be debatable to say, but I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Right. <laughs> but, but I got mumps and rubella. I got um measles. I think a TB shot. And a couple other things, but it wasn't like 40 different compounds that I was receiving. And I just feel like it's a lot. Like I feel like there's, there's a pharma portion of this that is influencing the vaccines that these children are receiving.
1: Okay. I, um, I believe in vaccinations. Mm-hmm. I vaccinated my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that the pharmacy companies definitely, that's like a whole other topic that I think we could go into. And I think that there is definitely something to that. But I also think that I know that people have said there's a correlation or they believe that there's a correlation between vaccinations and autism. Autism.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But I think about like, I was vaccinated as a child, you were vaccinated as a child. Autism seems to have been on the rise in the, in like more recent years. I, I don't know. I don't believe it's the vaccinations. I think there's something else. But what I can say is I'd much rather my son be autistic mm-hmm. than be dead.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, you know, mm-hmm.
1: vaccinations, there may be side effects. I'm sure there are side effects. You know, like they they say that, you know, within the first 24 to 48 hours, they can get a fever because, as a reaction to it. Yeah. It's doing something to their body. Yeah. But it's helping their body protect itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what science is. That's what helps. Um, that's what got rid of the measles. Or the measles. A few decades back, Mm -hmm. right? But now it's coming back. Why? Because people aren't vaccinating.
0: Yeah. See, I struggle with that too because then I don't understand what a vaccination is. I don't know why people who have vaccinated their children are so concerned about the measles or is it the, is it the measles? Measles is, yes. okay. It
1: has been um, a lot of outbreaks. Lately. If your
0: child is back, what is the vaccine then? Like, I, I don't understand why your child is now at risk if they've been vaccinated
1: because
0: like, is that not the whole it, point? It, it
1: reduces your risk of catching something significantly. But like I was um, listening to an interview with a doctor about the measles outbreaks and, and, Something he said, I was just like, Oh man, that life was like mind blowing. He said, nobody talks about the vaccinations. You don't, you don't think about it. You're not talking about it when they're working. Right. Sometimes, like, you know, if your immune system is down, like, you know, say for instance, um, your child is not vaccinated and they're around, say, an older family member who has a, um, a weakened immune system. Mm-hmm. If your child has, um, The measles, but the, the outward symptoms haven't like presented themselves. They have now potentially increased the risk for this elderly person with a weakened immune system or anybody with a weakened immune system. That's where there can be an issue. Um, this is what this doctor was saying. I'm not, (laughs) I wouldn't have known this. Neither one of us are scientists. So like, yeah, these
0: are just our thoughts. Yeah.
1: So like, I, I heard that and I was like, wow, you know, I, I never thought of it, but um so it's it's not to say that you are totally immune from it but we are much more protected being vaccinated but if we have a weakened immune system and somebody is ill then we have a greater risk of of contracting this illness um the vaccinations if everybody were vaccinated then there's a there's a lower risk because nobody's bringing this disease to
0: you right so a vaccine then is not, um, it's a risk reducer. It's not a safety
1: net. Correct. Okay. That's my understanding of it. It is a safety net, though, if everybody were doing it, because then nobody's going to have it, right? Like the, the, the risk is, you know, there are people who are not vaccinating. Then if they're like, like a lot of times, I think I read something that, I think from some Asian countries, people are um, bringing it to the United States Uh coming in. So like that's, so then there's people here, you know, there's huge communities not vaccinating Uh their children now. Uh Um, And you find that that's where the, the larger outbreaks are because um, you know, if somebody comes in with it, then all of these people are, are getting exposed to it. Um, But if say somebody came from Asia and they were in these communities where everybody was vaccinated, Mm -hmm. the likelihood of it spreading so much is so much smaller.
0: Yeah. Like I hear you and I do. I just wonder like, you know, and I know you, you mentioned like you'd rather have your son, your, a a child have autism than a child um, dying from, from one of these very horrific diseases. And I, I understand that, but what if the likelihood of your child having autism were like, let's say 20% versus the chances of your child catching measles or catching, um, but I don't know the word is contracting measles, um, was like 0.1%.
1: I'd still vaccinate. Really? In it's that- not, it's not a matter. Of, like you're not going to die from autism you could die from the measles you could die yeah from but other in the same thing yeah that you could catch like my son was vaccinated for um um meningitis and meningitis is one of the um vaccinations that kids get uh-huh. and i i knew a guy in high school who died from meningitis uh-huh. and like i'm the way i understand it i don't know a lot about it but like you kind of get like sick and you don't feel good and then like within 24 or 48 hours you're dead oh my goodness and um yeah i'm not interested in that i'm not (sighs) interested in him like i'd much rather give him this vaccination to protect him against the possibility of getting that that's not something like a lot of you know measles is something that was cured with this vaccination like it did not occur in Mm -hmm. the united states anymore Mm -hmm. because the vaccination did what it was supposed to do. Right. Right. Um, Meningitis is not cured. Like people still get it. Okay. This is a vaccination that I think is incredibly important because it's not something that is gone. Somebody gets it, you know, like you want to be protected if you can possibly. Right. So, yeah, I
0: feel like, so, you know, I think it's a choice. I think it's a parent's choice to decide how best to give their child, how to give their child the best quality of life. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's the concern of most parents. I think the parents who are choosing to vaccinate and the parents who are choosing not to vaccinate are doing so based on what they think is best for their child. Right. Agreed. And I think, like, for instance, I don't, I'm 90% sure I was not vaccinated for
1: meningitis. That one. I'm not sure I was either. I don't know when the, the vaccine came out. I don't think I was ever vaccinated for it.
0: And here we are. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, there's always going to be that next thing. It's almost like, you know, almost putting so the vaccine. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If there was
1: a vaccination to cure, uh to prevent cancer. See now when well, people just like jump
0: from here no, to there. Because
1: we don't well, know what it was like back in the day when measles was all over the place and people were dying left and right or people were dying from, pol- or I guess people died from polio. I had an uncle yeah. who lived a very long life, but he had polio. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like we don't think about what it was like when when these diseases were running rampant mm-hmm. because science has helped us along, mm-hmm. and so now we all feel like what are what's the need for these vaccinations? We're all healthy, we're great, and then now we're seeing this stuff is creeping back in yeah. because we're thinking we're good, we're better than that, but we're yeah. not.
0: Nobody likes to hear this, even I don't necessarily like to hear, it, but there are homopathic remedies that some of these people are, um, relying on to help booster their children in the same way that a vaccine is operating because yes, they want to protect their child as well. Right. Um, they're just not willing to do it on based on chemical compounds and all these metals that are, these vaccines include, Mm -hmm. um, that are in these vaccines. I really do think interfere potentially could interfere with um, development. And I just feel like there's just, I don't know enough about a vaccine. Um, I don't really know enough about any medication I take to be honest with you. I feel like that we're just so quick to, to take the medical community's, um, direction when they haven't even fully vetted the situation. It's like, and I I don't mean to like jump to a completely different topic, but you know, uh, these pain, um, Clinics became so popular because, um, it became a doctor's duty to reduce the pain of a patient, right? And, um, a lot of these pharmaceutical companies were saying that these, the codeines and the whatever were not addictive, right? Mm -hmm. But now we know that they are and they're ruining people's lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we make decisions, but we don't even have all of the information to make fully aware decisions to understand what what the long-term effects could be. Now, again, I said I was vaccinated, but I feel like the vaccination list continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And yes, if there was a vaccine for cancer, to answer your question, because I think it's important to answer your question, if there was a vaccine for cancer, obviously I wouldn't want cancer to be in the world anymore. It's such a horrific disease. I'm just not sure that I would be willing... If I had a child and granted, I don't. So I've never been put in that particular situation. I don't know if I'd want to pump them up with these drugs before that's even presented to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we're we're fighting all of these battles that don't even necessarily exist. When I say don't necessarily exist, the child is being protected or vaccinated against even chicken pox now i heard' a vaccine mm-hmm. which i don't even fully understand why that needed to be i had chicken pox i don't like was that a disease that was out there killing young children like why is that another metal that they need to put into children like i don't understand why they are continuously moving or, or building the list of things that are that need to be vaccinated why why is chicken pox vaccinated I mean, did you so- have chicken pox
1: I never had chicken pox, and I don't think I was ever vaccinated.
0: (laughs) You never had chicken pox? Uh Uh-uh. Funny story. I have – actually, if you look here, Mm -hmm. I have three chicken pox scars right – Oh, wow. Can you see
1: them? I I think so. I think so. They're very, like – They're lighter now because it's
0: been years, but it's like one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, you touched
1: right on where – Did I? Yeah, (laughs) because they're, like,
0: right there. When my mother used to be – my mom was a stay-at-home mom when we were kids – And she was like the after-school dump-off house. Like, all of my cousins went there. And I remember, I can't remember if it was one of us or one of my cousins got chicken pox first. But we were all thrown in together so we could all get chicken pox. And there, I know, I, yeah. Me and my older sister, I don't think my baby sister got it at the same time. But there was, like, a ton of us
1: like lathered
0: in uh, (laughs) in oatmeal. And that was the thing you threw all the chicken pot kids together so they would get it. And then, you know, once you get, once you got it, your body built a defense against it. And that was it. Why are we vaccinating against that?
1: That's what science does though. Right. I mean, I'm not, I, I get where you're going with that. And I agree. Like they definitely are always taking it to the next level. Like that's just what medicine does. And I, I definitely Don't necessarily agree with like doctors in the medical field, always thinking that they have to fix and make everything perfect because Mm -hmm. life has to have some, has to have some struggles. You know what I mean? Like you can't just not have any struggles in life. You can't bubble boy the
0: situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
1: like, I agree with you Mm -hmm. on that, but, um, but I think the big ones, I think, you know, like, Uh, yeah, because like they were big. Yes. And they were actually killing
0: people. Yes. The measles, mumps, and rubella. The polio. I was vaccinated for something else. Measles, mumps, rubella, polio, TB. I don't know. Yeah. Those things were out there killing people. I don't know why we're vaccinating against things that aren't necessarily killing people, but made childhood slightly more difficult. Right. Right. I don't. And I'm just like, those are serious metals that are in these vaccinations. And I just know... But what I'm saying is like, I know I'm different on birth control than when I'm not. Mm-hmm. I physically feel different.
1: Yeah. And I can tell you from my personal experience, I, um, I remember one time I went on a birth control pill that made me psychotic yes yes it was the craziest thing yeah. because i was like what is wrong with yes me? and i like i think i was on it for like three months and my friends were just like dude you, you need to get something off of it. Yes. Wrong with you and i was like oh my god it's this pill yes and you know like i i don't think i've ever had anything affect me like that did i don't know I don't know what it was, but it They're the mess- hormones, they're messing I mean, with your hormones. Yeah. So that's what that's the, the thing is like anything
0: anything you put into your body affects you, right? I st- I recently stopped drinking coffee. You want to know how that withdrawal went? Okay. I do that every so often, but the point is is like <laughs> whatever you put into your body has an effect. Yeah. And I just don't know with all, with continuously building and the boosters and the boosters and the boosters. I don't remember when growing up ever having a booster, but now apparently, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't speak to it because I don't, I don't honestly know the, the accurate number, but apparently, do you know the booster shots? Mm-mm. I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Yeah. But I really do, to move on from this, I really do feel that both par- sets of parents are trying to do the best for their children. So
1: Agreed. Agreed. There's, um, the, there's never going to be cohesive right, feelings. On, right. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but we're not all ever going to, going agree, to agree on right. this. Like everybody right. has a strong opinion right. one way or the other. Right. Right. Um, so that's, let's talk about this kid. Yes. Because I am, like, this is what, like, got me. Yeah. Like, when I watched his, I watched a little snippet of yeah. his testimony to Congress. And I was like, wow. I was kind of impressed. Okay. I was impressed.
0: And I was also like, your mama needs to beat your tail. Like, I felt <laughs> kind of, like, I was conflicted. Because the way he was talking about his mother, in my opinion, made me incredibly uncomfortable.
1: What were your thoughts? I actually thought it was really impressive because I don't know how long his testimony was. Yeah. I listened to like four and a half minute mm-hmm. uh, snippet of mm-hmm. it. And it sounded like that was all of it, but it might not have been. But what I heard him say was my mom's an anti-vaxxer. I was learning through science-based information that she was wrong. We have different beliefs. I'm not saying my mom's a bad mom. I'm saying I have a different opinion than her. I'm using science She's using Facebook Facebook, (laughs) group. Um, which I I felt that was the way he said it. I felt like the way he said it
0: was so shady,
1: but, but it was also, I think he used a lot of respect in that you can disagree with. Yeah, because I want nothing more than my son to grow up and have a strong opinion about something and to tell me when he doesn't agree with me. Even if I like, if I hate it, I want him to be strong in his conviction, uh-huh. and uh-huh. this kid is strong, uh-huh. and he like I, I I respect that because he wasn't bashing his mom. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. respectfully disagreeing with her. Mm-hmm.
0: So like when he was like, they were like, "Where are you getting your information?" He was like the CDC and Harvard and Yale and blah blah blah, and he was like rattling off all of these very prestigious institutions where he was. M- uh research institutions where he was getting his information and then they were like and where's your mother Where do you think your mother's getting her information he was like from facebook groups i don't know why it felt very like the lady is not only getting her information maybe she is i don't know her. well there's
1: not a lot of science behind anti-vaxxing right yeah like there's not yeah so she can't be getting it from a lot of like incredibly like um, there's not a lot of uh, supported... Not a ton, but there are some outside of Facebook. Right. And I'm sure, but- like, whatever
0: she was reading on Facebook led her elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, but I don't... He rattled off all of his very prestigious institutions, and then he was like, my mom goes to Facebook. And <laughs> what? I-, <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like... I- now, mind you, I... I am a person who is very strong-willed, right? If I feel, if I feel convicted on something, I'm doing what I feel convicted on. If I don't, it's like, what did you say, mom? Okay, let's do that. Right? Mm Like, I'm, 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 I'm more. Even as an
1: adult. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 100%.
0: So I don't know. So like, I definitely come from a place of like, what your parents or how you speak about your parents, even if you disagree with them, how you speak about your parents, should always be at a very high level. Yeah. But again, that's my parents who, uh, and the relationship I have with them. So I shouldn't necessarily be putting it on this guy because he, him and his mom could have a really terrible relationship. I, I don't know. I think they
1: actually have a really good relationship because really? I listened to an interview they did together uh-huh. on a, some morning show or uh-huh. something. I was, um, and she's really proud of him really yes she said you know i disagree with him but i'm really proud of him well then there and you go i, I was just okay like, oh, that's so cool like okay. how she you know how she could be like yeah, yeah i totally don't agree with anything you're doing yeah but good for you for standing up for what you believe in
0: well then if that's the case i mean then more he she obviously raised him to be that way mm-hmm. right or I, I would assume she raised him to be that way. So she's seeing the products of her of her seating, you know? Yeah. Um, so if that's the case, cool. I think maybe for me, I was doing a lot of projecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I was like Well, that's what we I, all do. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But it's not necessarily always fair because I definitely was like, Where where is his mother? I was like, Where who raised this kid who's gonna be talking against his parents like that? But again, Different, um, family dynamics, different cultures, yeah. um, different life experiences, whatever it is, obviously lets them interpret things very differently than I think it would be if it was in my, my family. Now, would I be able to say something to my parent? Yes. Would I be taking it to con, like, would I be putting the family business in the I streets? Know, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I know not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it was, wow. He, he definitely sounded like a very intelligent young man. Yes.
1: Very. Um I was I was shocked mm-hmm. because I heard about it and I was like, I gotta I gotta listen to the mm-hmm. to what this kid said. And I would I wasn't watching it, I was just listening yeah. to it. And yeah. if I didn't know that it was just this 18-year-old boy, I would have thought it was like a grown man.
0: Yeah, and he was very composed. Like I think mean, just there must be something about the social media age that I think gives ch- uh, young people a certain level of confidence um, speaking in public that I think my generation growing up didn't. I think. No?
1: What? I couldn't disagree more. Really? really? I think that it makes people so much more awkward and incapable of talking because they don't talk. They just communicate through social media. Um, yeah, I can see that. Like, even public speaking, especially not
0: face to face. But but when I think of, like, the young people who were at the, um, I, and I'm so bad with names, but the people, the young people who were at the school in Florida who had the February 14th shooting, Uh and the young people who mobilized themselves, Never. I, I can't think of a single group in my generation that I knew of or was a part of that I think, oh, okay, we could mobilize like that. We could be up and, and create, like.
1: Okay. Yes. I, I get what you're saying now. Yes. Because we're all, we're all, uh, reality TV stars now. That's
0: what I'm saying. Yes. Like there's
1: something about everyone yes. has a
0: platform.
1: Yes. When that, that I agree with 100%. When
0: I was in school, your platform was when you were presenting your paper. Like, yeah. that was it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't... Uh-huh. You didn't have a platform. Everybody today has a platform. That is so true. And so, like, I, I just... I don't... I can't think of a young person at 16 that I knew of. And granted, I didn't know the world of of 16-year-olds. But I can't think of not one person who would be so poised to be able to do that. And he was. yeah. He no, was very put I together. That, I
1: think you're right on that. I, I don't t- know. I
0: take back what I said. I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent I think there's both sides of it, right? Like it, it either I think enhances one, yeah, messes people yeah. up,
1: but yes, public speaking. Yeah, I'm a star. Yeah, everybody
0: everybody's right. a star, and everybody has. Everybody's a star, and everybody has a platform. And I think that's what I think that is great, and also not great, you know, depending yes. on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah I mean more power to him he did it
1: yeah i was I was impressed.
0: He did that thing. And I'm really happy to hear honestly that his mother was proud, is is proud of him because I was feeling very shaky about what the family dynamics were gonna be
1: yeah um i I was listening to the interview more than watching it, but when she spoke, I had to like actually stop and yeah, look yeah um and when she said she was proud, she meant it. She meant it. That's awesome. It wasn't her just That's saying awesome. it because she's a mom and is supposed to say it kind of Yeah, thing yeah, yeah. And she's on is camera. Is supposed to? I did not say is supposed to. Are you sure? Yes. I'm 100% Are sure. you positive? We'll have to play it back, but okay. <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. my God. If
1: I said is supposed to, I'm tired. <laughs>
0: You ever feel like that though? Like when you hang around people, you you start picking up their, um, their, their, ma- some, either their mannerisms or the way they do their inflections or whatever, yes. you know? So it might, it might've just been a slip of the, I- uh, or whatever. Maybe I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to, that's funny.
1: Uh, oh, my oh my word. Gosh.
0: No, that's cool then. That's cool. Yeah. Um, can we talk
1: about Manafort? I would love to. Okay.
0: Full disclosure, I'm not fully abreast of everything to go with Manafort. All I really know about is that he was sentenced on Friday um, to 47 months
1: in jail. Yeah. When it was expected to be up to 28 years. Yeah. Right? Right. 28? Right. Yeah. And I, I'm i not 100% certain of all of the details on it either. So I think we can talk high level on this. Yes. But very I high think level. This... Which is where I'm at.
0: Right? Yeah, um, yeah. You know... I'm I'm sensitive to the fact of not turning everything into a race issue, but when when things are blatant, um, it makes me feel very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? So facts: Manafort is a white man, a white man in politics, a wealthy white man, right? And the things that, uh, to my understanding, the things that he was charged with were crimes that were against the nation and also like the people. Cause I heard there was like some tax violations in there too, and some um, misuse of money, mm-hmm. uh, and some and other tax violations. And he's receiving 47 months in jail, to which I can almost guarantee he won't serve the full term. Yeah. Meanwhile, you and I spoke several months ago about a young man, a young black man. He was 16 years old. Khalif Browder, who was apprehended and taken to jail for, um, for what they said was stealing a backpack that had the contents of, I believe, a headphones and like some other things that weren't, wasn't even more than $500. Um, and he said he was innocent, right? But he was in jail for over two years and spent over a year of that in solitary confinement. Yeah. For something that he didn't do, but let's say he did do. Is nowhere near what Manafort has done. Yeah. I don't get it. Like I don't understand like the weight of the weight of our justice system, how we dispense justice is so uneven.
1: It is incredibly uneven. You know, I um Ari Melbourne, he's a host on one of the um on a TV show, a new show on MSNBC. Uh-huh. It's called The Beat with Ari Melbourne. I don't know if okay, you've watched uh-uh. it. No. Um he tweeted the other day or recently since, since Manafort was convicted or sentenced. Um, and it said something like, has anybody, um, he's also a lawyer just to back it up. So Mm -hmm. he actually is very intelligent and knows the law. Um, or at least he seems to, (laughs) (laughs) um, he, uh, said, has anybody been received their full sentence? Um, for similar crimes. Right. And he said, it happened. And I don't remember who this guy was, uh-huh. but he showed a picture of a black man who he said, and he expressed remorse mm. and he received his mm. full sentence. Mm-hmm. And then he followed up with another one um, of another black man. Mm-hmm. who's like, and also this man mm-hmm. received his full sentence. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, like, just so- it was just so like, it's, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so clearly obvious. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I heard about the judge in Manafort's case, too, some conspiracy theory going uh-huh. on. Here. He was appointed by Reagan mm. and Manafort worked for Reagan. Mm-hmm. So this judge mm-hmm. is probably also showing a lot of leniency to this guy because they both are like Reagan men. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there
0: is a, um, there is a, a, there are two very good documentaries on Netflix right now that kind of show, uh, I did not realize how long Manafort had been in this game. Mm. I don't know how, if you knew, but I had no clue. His name just popped up during the whole Trump, um, right, yeah. presidency.
1: What are these, po- th- these shows? I oh, okay. Watch them.
0: One is Get Me Roger Stone. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. They talk about Manafort a lot in yeah. there. And then Fahrenheit, nine, 11, Excuse nine. me 11 nine yeah they also talking about Manafort in there is that good because I haven't I, I didn't so to be fair I've never I've not watched a Michael Moore film that I don't like really absolutely
1: can I say something about Michael Moore? Yeah. I, this is totally my yeah, yeah. Like going off he gets like on the like I'm an MSNBC watcher yeah right? and so like they have like from time to time he like starts making regular appearances on on those yeah um, the news shows on on that network yeah and I can't stand to hear the man talk. Really? He annoys the hell out of me. I haven't. I don't think I've watched any of his movies, but like, or documentaries. I wanted to. I haven't. But every time I see him, I get really irritated. Why? I don't know.
0: I think he, you know, he is the first person that I can remember, that I can remember saying Trump is going to win if we don't get our act together. He's the first person I remember
1: saying that. Yeah. He was on, I think, Stephen Colbert. He was doing some, like, live show or something, too, I believe. I don't know about the live show. Like, on a stage, like, not, like, on television, but Uh on a stage, and people would come talking about that stuff. I
0: don't remember, but I remember him saying, and I thought he was crazy. I thought he was crazy when he said that. Yeah. Because I was also part of the How Could Trump Get Elected crew, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. So for a minute there, I didn't, I didn't really like, I kicked him out of my bubble because I thought he was saying Trump is going to win, like almost from a supporter level. But what he was doing was trying to warn us. Yeah. But I don't think I, I know I didn't have the ears to hear it. Uh-huh. Um, and here we are. So whatever. But no, I, I, I really enjoy Michael Moore
1: films. Yeah. Well, I like, have to watch really, them. I'll yeah. have to watch some. I'll watch that one. Um, I just, I don't know why he just.
0: I like the dude. Yeah. I, and I, lo- I actually love his voice. Strangely enough.
1: Maybe I'm going to, people are going to hate me for this, but maybe it's because maybe if I'd seen some of his films first, first which I did. him. Uh huh. Yeah. But watching him talk. Just- yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe and maybe that's it. He's
1: not easy on the eyes. Oh no, he's not at all, Like, at all. (laughs) And it's hard at all. it is with the hat? (laughs) It really bothers me. And so all I'm doing, I think, when I'm
0: watching him, is focusing on yeah, yeah. You can't get past that. I, I, I can. If that's it, I can totally understand that. And yes, I was introduced to his, um, his docs long before I ever saw him on any of these, um shows, because his first one that I remember was Fahrenheit 911. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, 911. Yeah, Fahrenheit 911. And also he did, um, Sicko. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching Sicko. And was thinking, that the
1: McDonald's one or something? Or? That one was about
0: like the pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay. Did he um, do the
1: McDonald's one where somebody ate a Big Macs or something for? If he did,
0: I've not watched that, and I don't. I don't know that one. Yeah, and he did bowling for Colum bowling for Columbine, and that bowling for Columbine was the very first one that I watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love, I love his films. So, um, I I thought it was good. There was a part in in the one he just did Fahrenheit eleven nine, where oof, you know, I've really got to start being more aware. And like conscious of like what even the people I like, what they're doing. Um, because I let so much go. Uh, you and I have talked about Obama in the past and you you have a very realistic view of him. I don't. I have a very um, uh, beautified version of him. The man cannot do a thing wrong. In my opinion. I have a
1: realistic view of him.
0: I think you do. Oh, okay. Um,
1: and,
0: and since I think you've mentioned in times that there are some things that you feel like he could have done more of or he did not do. Yeah. I think true. he did everything 100% and did he well. He got an A plus. What? A plus plus. He taught the class basically. You yeah. know, um, there's a part in Fahrenheit 11.9 where he goes to Flint during the water crisis. Mm-hmm. And, um, people really looked at him Thinking that he was going to do something to affect change, and one of the things that I don't even really ever remember this happening, but apparently with big news is when he was out there, he drank some of the water. He was like, "I'm I'm thirsty. Can I get some water?" And it was almost like a, it was almost like a skit. It felt like, and he drank the water almost to kind of say like, "There's not an issue with the Flint water crisis," and I was just like,
1: "My president did that." Wow. Where was I? You know, it's funny because I wasn't present for any of that either. Mm-hmm. But I do recall my husband saying Obama never did anything for Flint either. So like, you know, like we're like getting frustrated Trump. when Trump's yep. not doing things. Yep. But there are things mm-hmm. that Obama could have done too. Mm-hmm. And that like when when my husband said that, I it kind of like was a punch to the gut. Yeah. But I knew like my husband wasn't making it up. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's real, yeah. It, hurts because it does. I definitely hold Obama, Obama to a heart. very absolutely, yeah. and like so that kind of thing really bothers me mm-hmm. because, and I didn't know this part, like mm-hmm. that story, but that that bothers me because it's it's different side of him. The yeah. things that I felt that he didn't do, I think, were more him trying to be a good president.
0: Yeah, like like
1: being too accommodating. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. But that. That's different. Yeah, it was really sad, and Ugh. you know that's apparently
1: it's really disappointing. <laughs> it is,
0: it is, and when you hear some of the people who suffered um, during the crisis or are still suffering, but yeah. the the film, I mean, it's you still can going hear, on. Right? Yes, yeah, but you can hear why Hillary didn't win in some of these places where they mobilized for Obama, and then they felt like he abandoned he them.
1: them down. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, you know, they didn't want more of the same. So anyway, um, those two, but those two mentioned Manafort to bring it back. They mentioned Manafort and I I just did not realize how long he'd been sullying up the, um in the backgrounds of our, of our government.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's pretty wild. Cause I didn't know. I didn't know that either. And I do remember when I watched, uh, Get Me Roger Stone, mm-hmm. that he was pretty much involved, but I, I, I don't know how that kind of like oh, slipped yeah. my mind. Yeah. Like when w- I watched it, cause I think, I don't know, I was more like focused on the Roger, Roger Stone, Stone part of it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> but but I didn't really think much I about it. I think, Manifor, well, but...
0: I don't know when you, when did you see it though? Recently? It was a while back. Yeah. So you wouldn't though. Yeah. Because I know that I watched Get Me Roger Stone before and Manafort's name I mean, the movie is still the same movie. It did not mean anything to me. When Roger Stone went to jail uh, or was, um, turned himself in re- recently, I watched it again recently and I was like, Manafort.
1: Hold on, he did not turn himself in.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah, they like came his to his house. house. That's years. right, they did because he was like, <laughs>
1: he, they disturbed my wife and my dogs. You know what's they so funny? They traumatized my wife and my dogs. Yes. I find funny, I love animals. Mm hmm. I don't really care about his wife being traumatized mm-hmm. so much, but like you know, of course, animals. But considering what he was threatening to do, that other mm-hmm. dude, I'm glad his dog was traumatized because it, I mean, I'm not glad no, his dog I know was it's traumatized, you're saying, but, but I hope but it upset him. Him, I hope yes. he really was upset. by Yes, that.
0: yes. The dude's a joke though. But um, so in my in my more recent and second watch of Get Me Roger Stone, I was able to like Manafort's been doing dirt for a very I'll long have to time to watch it again. Yeah. It's actually now that I'm more present about everything that's happening. It's actually a much better watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Fun. I encourage you to go back and watch it again. It is, it is, it's actually pretty informative. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. I'll have to.
0: Um, oh my gosh. In other news, um, this week, a uh, couple of pop culture things. Um, R. Kelly has, Turned himself in a couple of times down to jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also had that Gail King interview. I didn't <sighs> watch it, but I
1: watched a short clip of it. And that dude's, he, there's something wrong with him.
0: Yeah. Um, that whole thing was an act. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was too much. You just def- protest too much or however that, that Shakespearean saying goes. Mm. It was like, it was too much. Yeah. And you can tell it was an act. Because, um, I really do think much like animals, we can sense, we can sense anger. We can sense, um, uh, uh, like when we're in danger. Yeah. Gail King was sitting like a boss. She didn't flinch once. She, she knew it was a show. She even called him out and said, um, I think you're playing the victim here. And he was like, no, you guys are- Messing with my life. And she was like, "Mm, okay. Um, it was, it was, it was so, it was such an act. And then she interviewed two of his current girlfriends, which apparently
1: were two girls. Was one of them that Jocelyn? Yes. That we've talked about? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, Joycelyn is her name. Oh. And Asriel is the other girl. Um, Joycelyn, Actually had very little to say. Asriel was literally orchestrating and directing the whole situation. Um, and it really felt like, I don't know if these girls are brainwashed. I don't, I don't know if that's the case or maybe they're just in too deep. But I feel like on some level, not Joycelyn, but Asriel believes what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Which is weird. Well, Oh, what was that girl's name? There was that kid that was kidnapped and held for like a year. This with family. R. Kelly? No, no. Is her name Sarah something? I Elizabeth Smart? Yes. Oh, okay, and yeah. She like, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. say that she was Elizabeth Smart. Right. right. Which, was it right. her? Like, I yes. remember with some kids. Yes. And, and, and Joyce and Asri- Asriel. Asriel. Mm-hmm. Asriel. Like, how long have they been with R. Kelly? Right. Like so you, they're you obviously under his thumb. Yeah, I'm sure that there probably is just some, what, it, it's called some sort of condition. I yes, remember. it's
0: called Stockholm. 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 Stockholm syndrome. Syndrome, yeah. yeah. Um, where you start kind of taking the side of your oppressor. Oh, it was just, it was, ugh. it said that he was abused as a child, right? And I think, um, I think that definitely played a, a role in some of his mental in illness um, to where I I really do believe hurt people hurt people. I, I 100% believe that um, it doesn't excuse what he's doing, but that dude needs help. Yeah. Like he needs jail and help. Like he needs some kind of, to just kind
1: of touch on that a yeah. little bit. This is something we've talked about on the podcast before. He may need help and he may have been a victim But he is a predator now. Absolutely. No, I agree. He is not somebody. I agree. I agree. Should be given another chance. I agree. He should rot.
0: I agree.
1: Give him all this counseling in the world. I agree. That's fine. No, he's jailed for sure. Yeah.
0: But these girls also need help, I feel like. I think they need some deprogramming. Um, because their mental state is, uh, they were saying their parents sold them off to, to, um, to R. Kelly. And you know. I know there are evil parents in the world. I do know that. This is not that. I. I. I
1: not I for one second. I that. a believe little bit that. of truth to that though. Because how does a parent send their kid off? Yeah. Um, I, I think, mean. Maybe not selling them off. But definitely. Getting something for it.
0: Yeah. So I. De- at the very least. I believe that these parents. Hoped that their child being in the presence of R. Kelly. Would allot them some level of fame. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe they let their protection down, or or the level of protection they would have given their child down in hopes of that. I do not think they were like, "Hey, go do these sexual acts with R. Kelly." Right? I don't know. I don't. Believe Which that is what either. the girls are saying, though. Oh, yeah, they're saying that their parents were like. Go do these sexual acts with him and take pictures because we're gonna use it to blackmail him. That's literally what they're saying. So there's a disconnect for me. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound like even and even so because the parents when they heard that their daughter was saying this, they didn't get upset. They didn't get whatever because they know their daughter was going is mentally challenged now. You know, yeah. With all that that they've been through. So this whole R. Kelly thing keeps going and going. Jesse Smollett was back in the news. 16. 16.
1: Felony charges. Wow. Wow. I don't. Wow. I don't don't even know how to respond to this without like sounding like a hypocrite because dude's messed up and he needs to be punished for this. Mm -hmm. Like 16. Like what else did they come up with? Yeah. And you know, this goes back to the kind of like the, I'm interested
0: to see what, what time he gets. I'm very interested to see what time he gets yes. because there is Manafort and there's Jesse Smollett. Mm. Let's be clear. What Jesse did ruined the, um, ruined the believability of a lot of um, different minority groups, yeah. be it the LGBT, be it black individuals, be it young people, be it Democrats. Okay. He ruined the believability. That's what he did. Yeah. And he cost the city of Chicago money. Yeah. Manafort, on the other hand, actually committed like real crimes, be it tax evasion, being it the whole Russia influence. He's done real things against the nation. I'm just interested. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. And this is not to say I don't believe Jesse shouldn't be punished. I absolutely do. I'm just interested to see how justice is placed against this young gay black man who did wrong. I want to make sure like there is no, oh, but Jesse, no, he deserves punishment. I'm just wondering how the... How it's going to be. How they measure up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, it, it will be interesting to see. And, you know, like, I don't understand how white collar crime is so, and granted, it's, white collar crime is typically done by white men, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just mm-hmm. the way it tends to play out for many reasons. Mm-hmm. But, like, white collar crime is so under. Punished? Punished?
0: Other than
1: uh, under, okay. other than Bernie Madoff, yes, I would agree with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, but and, and I don't get it because like how like no, he didn't harm anybody. He did because like by by not paying his taxes, mm-hmm. that's taking mm-hmm. funds away mm-hmm. from our government. That's causing yep. the rest mm-hmm. of us to have to pay mm-hmm. tax more taxes. Mm-hmm. And like there's, and that's just one little piece of the puzzle. Yep. And like there's so many other things that this guy did. And they do impact everybody. Yeah. They do hurt individuals. Yeah. It's not directly harmful. Yeah. But the
0: indirect, it um, effects are, yeah. Just like Jesse. Jesse oh. took away resources that could have been used to help other investigate other crimes in the city. Yeah. He also wasted resources, um, uh that the city was using he also damaged the believability like i said before of a lot of communities Mm -hmm. he didn't directly hurt Mm -hmm. anyone but the indirect effects are huge yeah are they as big as manafort not in my book
1: yeah i don't think so but i'd
0: be interested to see how it balances out
1: yeah not
0: you know just just because just, just cause of basically what we spoke about before. I mean, Khalif Browder is a, is a stark contrast. Um, and I don't think that Jussie gets to be on the level of Khalif at all. Okay. Um, because Khalif was a young man who really didn't do something, who really was innocent of the crime that he was charged with and decided to, because he couldn't be bailed out to, um to stay in jail as opposed to pleading guilty for something he knew he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Jesse's a punk and a lame in my mm-hmm. book. Um so they are not the same, but I still would be interested to see how how it weighs out between the two. Yeah.
1: I have a quick fire on pew, 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 pew. Yes,
0: let's hear it. Okay. The police. Yes.
1: They're all being in, there's an internal investigation because they keep leaking stuff. And did you hear the police chief was like saying like reporting things that that um aren't necessarily true which could ultimately help Jesse Smollett's case? You see
0: there's been a lot of talk about the city of Chicago's police department. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anything about it other than what I'm hearing people say but apparently that police department is incredibly corrupt. Sounds like it. I don't know why you would need you don't need to, um, dramatize the truth.
1: You know Especially what I'm
0: saying? That story. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it does it for itself. So I, I have not heard that, but if that's what they're doing, why? Yeah. Why damage the, like, the case speaks for itself. Yeah. You don't need to add any more sauce to it because, like, it, it's, ugh. They're ru- they, they will potentially ruin it to the point where this guilty man off of technicalities could get away with, with, with whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, just stop it. No, I didn't hear that. But that is not surprising mm-hmm. based on the things I've heard about the um, Chicago Police Department. But it's also really disappointing. Because mm-hmm. here's a time where they could really hold themselves above it all. You know, I'm yeah. played straight.
1: Right. So. But once you're, I think.
0: It's in your blood, huh? You can't
1: not do it, I think. I don't know. It's crazy. It's so sad. It's so, so sad. And I'm going to touch on one thing. I don't know enough about it, but I, I kind of want to just touch maybe you yeah. know stuff. Yeah. But that uh, Congresswoman, Ilhan, Ilhan Omar. Yeah. there was a lot of stuff in the news about her being anti-Semitic. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know anything, but I'm curious, like, I I have not had time to, like, read up on her this week, or um I did hear that she's very active on social media mm-hmm. and says a lot of inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know anything about that stuff, but if she's talking a lot about Israel and stuff like that, you know, fine. She has, like, she has a platform now because mm-hmm. she's a congresswoman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's not her job. Her job is to represent her community. Right. So like, why is she like going on and on about this stuff? Like, not to say that whatever she's talking about, which I have no clue. Right. Like, not, not to say that she can't talk about mm-hmm. these things, but like, do your job. Yeah. So I don't know,
0: um, I don't know who's saying she's anti-Semitic. But I do know there are people within her party who are telling her she needs to cool it, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, who is the really inflamed party, like, who's really upset about it. Mm-hmm. However, because I'm not a part of the Semitic community, I don't even know if that's the word, or the Jewish community, um, I don't, I'm not sensitive to the things that could be, uh, that, to, to some of the things that are said and to why they could be hurtful, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really fully understand the weight that her tweets carry. But she said, basically it's all about the Benjamins because she was talking about, um, a supporting, I guess, pa- uh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem or Palestine. i showing my ignorance here a little bit, but, um, they were, we were creating some laws or we were doing something to benefit them. Um, and she felt like they were paying us to do that. Again, the president's job and the secretary of state's job is to be concerned about global issues. Your job is to be concerned about what's happening in your, with your con- constituents.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. And I don't, I don't know why when people do get a platform, why they feel like they need to say everything. Yeah. Like if you feel that, cool. Could you do your job first though? Right. I, I do agree with that. I, but again, I don't know why was she saying it's so affect, or, or the effects of it, or why it's so weighty? But I really do feel like the focus that she needs to be having it, it should be on her community. Now, I think she may be taking um, a little bit off of uh, AOC mm-hmm. and how she uses social media to kind of rally her following. Mm-hmm. But like you have said in the past, these people need to be true to themselves. You know, like, it, not what works for you works for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to be true to what, you need to be true to, to yourself. And I think she might be getting herself caught up because maybe she's using a medium she's not really. And maybe she is, but I I don't know. As of late, she's been saying things a bit off the cuff. And it seems like without any real um knowledge of how weighty what she's saying is. Mm-hmm. So stop it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, one quick fire for me is there are heavy rumors in the streets that by the end of March, what are you thinking? What? Biden? Yeah. That's that's the heavy rumors.
1: Oh my gosh. I yeah. saw something on, I got an email. Yeah. From Mr. Gillum. That what? I don't know. That what? I think what? he's going to announce on March 20th. Stop it. Don't I'm not do talking. it. He said he's going to be in South Florida on March 20th. So be there. And I'm like, well, first of all, you represent Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do in South South Florida? Florida. And you're saying you're going to be there on the 20th for an announcement Mm -hmm. of some sort. And I'm like, don't do it. Stay in your pocket.
0: You know, like my husband and I, we were actually having a conversation that I think you would find pretty interesting. Um because, you know, I'm a huge Biden supporter. What? And, you know, and he was kind of like calling me out and he was like, but you used to talk trash. And I did. I've, I've said that on the podcast too, you know, that initially when I met Joe Biden through the Obama presidency, I was like, this dude's a loose cannon, you know? <laughs> um but,
1: of Donald Trump. And then,
0: yeah, right? <laughs> Perspective is real. Right? Perspective is real. Anyway, so, you know, we were talking and I was like, um, Donald, uh, Joe Biden to me, to me, which I know you disagree with, is the, and is the, um, what do they, what do they call it? The, uh, the antidote or whatever. Antidote? Is that the word? Sure. What is it when, antidote? That, I think that's a story.
1: No, that's like a, like,
0: a, I, bet. Yeah, I think that's it. Is like, it? Okay. Yeah. Like...
1: Well, were you going to say like a vaccination? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> full, circle, full circle. <laughs> He's like the Trump vaccine. Um, in that he is, um, he, he can play at Trump's level. Um, he is a, a white man who, so it gives that edge of the people who are not ready for a woman or whatever. And I really do. I believe that. And, I'm I'm just really interested. I'm really interested to, interested to see that if he does denounce and comes on board, what the Democratic Party does. Because I wonder if and you've mentioned this before, I think. Are they going to rally
1: together? I think they will. Or I think there will be a few that don't. Ooh, like who who are you thinking? Who didn't last? Bernie? Night, yeah, poor Bernie. Bernie needs to stop. I, I saw him on the view. I was like, Bernie, go home. <laughs> go home, Bernie. It's over. Let it go. Yeah. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to get far this time. But
0: in talking to, to my husband, I, I think I realized something. What? It's a revel, it was a revelation to me when we were talking about some of the policies and, and some of the things. Um, I think I'm a moderate Democrat.
1: Really? I
0: think so. So Biden is your guy then. Yeah, I think I'm definitely, you know, I used, to, I used to say I'm a liberal. I mean, I up until like 12 hours ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I thought that's what the Democrats were. But like when we really started to talk about some of the things and like where the line is, mm-hmm. I think I'm more center left than left left. Okay. So like on what issues? So we were talking about um, the new green deal, mm-hmm. which I've slightly shifted on. Okay. Um, because I think there needs to, I think the structure needs to benefit the, I think it needs to be more long-term than the 12-year plan. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really do think retraining and retooling people is incredibly important. And I'm not sure that 12 years of considering that nobody's ready for change right now, right? And if we're looking to have a change in 12 years, retraining has to start almost immediately, right? Mm -hmm. To have it all fully in place. And I'm just not sure that that kicking people, per se, out of their jobs without having them retrained or retooled is the thing to do right. so i'm not against the new deal i just think it needs to be on a more a longer term the other thing was the and you i've read so much more about the um long-term excuse me the late-term abortion act mm-hmm. uh since um because i didn't realize that we were actually talking about two different things i was confusing two different things one was late-term abortion and the other one was the vote that
1: happened was it the one we talked about yeah. or are you talking about the one in new york um, see those are
0: two different things i didn't
1: realize that until i listened to right. the podcast you sent me yes and i was like oh there was something that happened in new york as well yes. Which i didn't yeah i didn't know so there i were two different ones either right I and i
0: thought it, it was the. i thought they were one i thought late-term abortion and the saving or giving um life-saving um services to a failed abortion were the same thing, but they're not. Yeah. Having listened to that podcast, the podcast is by the cut on Tuesdays. Yeah. On Tuesday. Um, they had a, uh, a, a very 23 weeks, six days. I think. It yes. Was that's exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a very good podcast about that, but I left that podcast incredibly torn.
1: You did? I did. T- do tell, because I was like, this is like the best podcast and everybody should oh listen to it. Well, I sent it to you before
0: I'd fully listened to it. Not saying that if I'd fully listened to it, I wouldn't have sent it to you. But the point is, is like,
1: I was just like, oh, we were just talking about this. Let me send it to you. Can I just tell you, I'm glad you warned me because I, mm-hmm. I did listen to it driving to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'm like... <laughs> I somehow managed not to sob, but my eyes were like yeah. full of water. I Which you like, can't <laughs> see while you're driving. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's dangerous. It was very emotional because, uh, just to give a brief description, I don't want to spoil it. There is a, a lady who is, um, in a position where she has to make a very, very difficult decision when she's under informed. Mm hmm. Would you say that's inaccurate without giving a yes. away? Um, okay. So how I walked away from it conflicted. I agree in her circumstance that, um, and, and this is literally what we were talking about the other day is I can understand her situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And while I, I probably would agree that most of the, of the terminations are probably something like that. I think the vote, based on what I continued to read up on, was for (sighs) extending the period, one, and it could be for any reason. And while I am seriously sold on, I can't tell you what to do with your body, at that point where you are potentially in your third trimester, this is like, a real baby now. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm,
1: ugh. No, and, and I agree with you. I think that, um, if a woman were to wait until that point, like, I definitely take issue with that because if you didn't want to have a child, you should have decided that long before you're, you know, seven or eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you should know by, long before then if you wanted to keep this child or not right Mm -hmm. um but i i think that the law can i i believe that they probably can't put a lot of ambiguity into the law because then that leaves too much for interpretations Mm -hmm. for a doctor to say yeah your baby's not gonna be able to live for uh you know past a year old but you know it's still a life and you know you don't need to work for a year. Right. You can go bankrupt right. and try to take care right. of this life for a year. And who cares about you? And I let's get save that. this child. But if there's ambiguity in that law, then these women are not going to be able to get the care. And you to see, save me. and
0: I totally agree with that. It just so happened that I, I was on YouTube and I will find it and I'll send the, send the, the video to you. But there was uh, a gentleman who was hosting like, I think it was called like change my mind or convince me or something like that. And it was on this, on this topic. And he was talking about, and I don't know if this is true, this was him saying it was true, Um, that, you know, a relationship failed, The relationship failed mid-pregnancy. And the girl, the lady was like, I don't want to have this, this child, like this child was supposed to be a result of a union. The union's result. I don't want it anymore. I can't wrap my head around
1: that. I can't either.
0: And I know I'm yeah, not trying to force I that on. I'm not trying to tell another person how to live their life and what to do with their body. But at that point, I think it's a little bit beyond their body. Exactly.
1: And 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 I agree with you. But I also think the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few.
0: Yeah. And I I you know what? And I I totally hear that. And I'm ninety nine percent in agreement of that. I
1: just something in my stomach turns. I agree. I I. I I'm stuttering here because, like, I agree with you, and it's something, and I think I even talked about this on the last podcast. Like, you, you know, I don't agree. Like, after you're at a certain point, yeah, you know, if you're choosing to get an abortion at that point, like, there's like you, you should have known, yeah, by then. Like, if you you chose to have a child with this person, mm-hmm. and just because things didn't work out, you have this, you know, this fetus growing inside right. of you that you wanted, right? And now because. You and your partner are no longer right. together. You don't want, well, right? What kind of person are you? Right. You know, like if you wanted this, you wanted this before Ugh. and then something in your life changed and now you don't want it. Right. Not because there's anything wrong with the child. Right. No risk to your life. No risk to the baby's mm-hmm. life. I definitely, uh, I'm trying not to say anything too hateful. I have issue. I take issue with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pretty crappy. They're not good people to, right. to, to, To to do, to make those types of decisions. It's very, um, but the law leaves room for them. The law does leave room for them because the law, if it's not black and white, this type of thing will also leave room for medical professionals to not allow a woman who really needs it to get it. And that's why it's a big problem. They have to keep it that open. Right. Like there may be, women like that, but I'm sure it's very few and Very, I hope so. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. I hope so. so But
0: I will say my heart bled for this lady hearing, I could hear the panic in her voice. Um, she was, she was, she was at a point in her life where she had to make a decision when she didn't have all the information I make, I panic. About things like that all day, you know, every day about small things. Mm-hmm. This is about her child's life. She didn't know if her child was going to be able to live a, I don't even want to say full life because that's not even it. Live a life.
1: I think they said, she said a year? the doctor said that the baby might live a year. Maybe. Yeah.
0: The on best case that's scenario. Best case. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she didn't know because she didn't know if it was a genetic issue. And she was waiting for some tests to come back, but she had like such a small window to figure out what to do because, the, as the law currently stands, the latest you can do a, a, a termination of pregnancy is twenty three weeks and six days.
1: Well, twenty four weeks. Twenty four weeks. Okay. Her her um the timing, and that's what's unfortunate is you get your twenty week ultrasound at 20 weeks Mm -hmm. that's when they identify this issue potential issues Mm -hmm. and then if there's concern you have to get follow-up tests and scans and do Mm -hmm. all these things and then wait for those results right yeah hers the timing she had a shorter time because it was like a holiday weekend or something right and so and I didn't Mm -hmm. know this um, before listening to it, but they apparently give a shot of something to stop, yes, this, stop the, the, heart. the yeah, heart. Yeah. And then they do um, either the evacuation, delivery or, yeah. or something. Back into so, suction, some, Yeah. So that, I, I can't even like comprehend what that.
0: I can't either. To be like. Hearing her, hearing her, my, my whole insides hurt for her, mm-hmm. you know? So, for her, I, I wish she had more time. You know? I wish, I, for her, I want the law. You well, know? Well, the law did
1: pass, they said in the past. Right, but so not now in now
0: time for her, but yes, the law, the She l-
1: did get, though she, oh, never mind, I'm trying to give spoilers here, but, I think I already totally spoiled the whole. Show. I think we both did, but what? What? So she got the amniocentesis results on her way to go get the abortion. Yes. So she did ultimately make yes have yes. all of the information yes. before that happened. But so she was panicked. Yeah. No, because and she thought she was so running out of time. Yeah. Somebody to have to like the stress. Oh my anxiety. goodness! I could. Could you imagine like having to like process this and being forced to make a decision in twenty four yeah. hours? Yeah. It's like you
0: and I, we, we knew of a young lady at one point who carried a baby pretty full term and then the baby, I think, detached or something. And then she ended up having to deliver the baby. I think of her in these cases because she had to go through delivering a child that she so wanted and wanted for quite a, a long time. And, um, and the pain and agony attached to that. And that's basically what this lady had to do. She ended up delivering, she ended up delivering this child, um, that they aborted. And she said she held the baby in her arms, the, po- the lady on the podcast. Ugh, it's, it's a lot, but yeah, I'm happy that the law passed for women in her situation. I'm just so disgusted and unnerved by the people who are doing it for cosmetic reasons or not for. I don't want, I, I just don't want I to talk. I changed my mind. Yeah. yeah. I don't I like agree. that.
1: I don't either. Yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, we, I we, we have to do for the many. We can't just focus on the few.
1: Yeah, there's lots of things that people can do in this world that I don't like. Yeah. And that that would definitely be one of them. Yeah. But I think that it's, I still, I stand by my, yeah. my opinion on that. I, um, I can see why. Mm-hmm you're torn mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. like I get it yeah. I get I get what you're saying mm-hmm. and I and I agree with you personally yeah. but I still very I, I stand behind my my feelings on the on the, long the late term yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I would say I do too but my support is definitely not as strong as it was only because I just I, I need the I needed to be there for the medical reasons yes but for these people who just do it casually. Ah, it it hurts my insides.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining the conversation. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Nia Tang. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast. Join us next week for another episode of Shut the Door.